I can't not laugh during his <laughs> laugh. Welcome everyone and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight is episode 83 entitled Ignoring Your Own Rejoicing. What happens when you can't allow yourself to celebrate? First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or listen directly on lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, you can take our somewhat revamped uh, relational needs questionnaire. Please make sure to follow us on all social media. And if you can, give us a five star review wherever you are. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Good evening, Brian. Hey, everybody else. No matter who you are, at some point in your life, everybody feels alone. And being alone is as bad as anything gets. If things are great, but you feel alone, they're not as good as they could be. And if things are bad and you're alone, wow, things are much worse. There's a Bible verse, Romans 12, 15, that states, Rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from feeling alone and what this podcast is about. In the first 20 minutes of the podcast, we model that verse and join each other in our emotions over life. In the second portion, we go over a tip or a topic that will help you do just that or help yourself from feeling alone. In the last segment, we go over a random pop culture or news item and try to apply to emotional needs or just make fun of people. So while it may not be 1215 in Rome, we are treating this like it is lunchtime in Rome. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on, boys? Boys? Um... What game did we just play that that decided me or who goes first, which is me? Mora. 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 The Italian numbers game of Mora. M-O-R-A? Is that how Two that? R's. Mora. Mora. I think that's how we find out who's going to pay for lunch, right? <laughs> Where are we eating? At lunchtime in Rome. Yeah. There's no food here. We talk about food, though. Yeah, we do. Um, so it was Amy's birthday this this last uh weekend yeah well, lots of flowers on that table on the 13th yes she loves flowers and i got her some and so did maggie and um and it was a great birth I, I mean i think it was a great birthday for her. um she spent some time with uh some girlfriends that she doesn't get to see too often and um we had uh people over friday night and played games and it was very fun um and yeah, it just kind of carried on through the weekend, and I took the reins of uh, watching Maggie and and taking that whole um, part of the the parental job. I I'll say yeah, it's a nice skirt around, like you said. You said the uh, being responsible for watching Maggie, which is so close to when people say, "Oh, are you babysitting?" Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're like, "Are you a big helper?" Yeah, <laughs> I helped. You're like, um, no, it's, I'm raising my child. It's, it's parenting, actually. Yeah, I'm not babysitting right. at all. And uh, and we talk about uh, mutual giving on this show, and that's you know that's part of it. You know, she she a lot of times will take mags, and I will go do something uh, like disc golf, you know, and she'll have to take mags and you know that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, it was it was a really really fun time. And then food this week was like the entire spread for her party, mm-hmm. which was awesome. She wanted a bunch of different things from Sam's Club, like we had the crab rangoon, we had. Uh, mozzarella sticks. We had uh, charcuterie board. Is that how you say it? Charcuterie. 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 
Um, if it goes bad and it becomes green, it becomes chartreusery. Yes. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was uh, it was quite the spread. Um, there wasn't chartreuse a shade of red. I have no idea. Are you doing Wendy dip so. for your food? Uh, no, go for it. Well, I want you to say what it is because it's oh, delicious. Yeah. Oh, super simple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of like our party food. It's our go-to. Like whenever we're getting together, eh, we'll make some Wendy dip, which is totally, it's named after a friend of ours from college who that's when we first. Frank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, recently she said, yeah, I haven't made that in like almost 20 years, but we make it all the time, Wendy. Yeah. And um, it's just three layer. I love the anger. Chili mm. cheese dip, basically. Layer of. Um, cream cheese on the bottom, canned chili middle layer. Right, and nothing then, special. Right, so delicious. And then um, shredded cheddar cheese. On yeah, top. it's just such a good dip in the oven. And then Jay, you made nachos, nachos. which were fantastic. <sighs> um, I love when I'm around and that happens. It's when those just, two things orbit each other. Yeah, and, and like you know, you rolled, you kind of rolled your eyes there um, a little bit. It's fine because you always like just, well, you all, just nachos. It was just fine. Yeah. It's fine. Meanwhile, like. They're, they were perfectly executed. They were great. Right. They were oh. so good. Well, Jay, you are your biggest food critic. I think it's yes. I think it's the beef. The way whatever you do, the beef and also the um, the guac. Those two things set it apart from all other nachos. Wow, that's a strong statement. I'll take that praise. I'm very happy to receive that. There you go. <laughs> um, that's a little foreshadowing of what we're right, going to be talking about later. Right. Uh, but yeah, that was that was my week. What say you, Chris? Yeah, I've um, I've had a tough week especially today honestly it sort of work has been um busy and slightly stressful and just it's still more of the like unknown of of this beginning of the school year and how things are still changing just when you think you're getting settled in and um like for example i mean i don't want to blow up my school district spot completely but well, nobody knows where you work right we've never mentioned it never oh, okay um but there, there's like, okay, so obviously, as in all schools right now, there's an online component to what's happening, right? We have to be running this hybrid thing so that when kids, uh, if, if families aren't comfortable with kids going to school, they can stay home and they can just do the online thing. So in our online thing, at least to start the year, it was only the four core subjects, you know, like like they call them the math, reading, science, and social studies. Oh. Yeah, right. And we're left out. It's, it's very sad. But... Um, Mysteriously, Jim and, or Phys Ed and Art appeared on kids' online assignment list. Why did you just clarify between Jim uh, Phys Ed. Uh, or Phys Ed? Right. So, just out of curiosity, a, a gym is a building. Okay. And Phys Ed is phys- physical education. So, I wanted to be a proper, you Got know, it. educational lingo there. Right. Sure. What do you teach? Uh, I teach children music. <laughs> Musical education? <laughs> That's right. Music education. Um, anyway, long story short, it was just we found out, oh, all of a sudden there's art and gym assignments popping up and some kids are doing them, some kids aren't doing them, blah, 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 and they're really just there on accident, and what are we going to do with all of them? And we were just told today, oh, all of you guys, the music and the art and the world language, like all of us quote-unquote special teachers, just... World language even? Figure it out. Yeah, just... Just you guys divvy it up and and put a grade on those things for them uh, without any, like, warning and stuff. And so it's just a little frustrating that things keep changing when when I think that, oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting in the groove of this, you know, this 
quote unquote new normal school year that hopefully goes back to the old normal. Mm-hmm. But help me understand your disgruntledness because this seems more like not out of the groove, just disrespect. I guess, yeah, to a degree. Because you don't have to change your plans. You're just not considered to be as equal as some other subjects. Well, and it's not even, I'm Respected. sure, I am sure, and I say that, Looking- I'm 99% sure that that if it was planned, we would all have been included and it would all, you know, we would obviously it'd be more work because we'd have to monitor the online assignments, but we'd be included. But what's happening is like, oops, these... Other things are there by accident, like the school district didn't plan it, but now we're just all sort of covering it. It's more a reminder of the lack of organization and planning. That's what it is. Yeah. Revisiting Mm -hmm. frustrations of 10 minutes ago. A week ago, two yeah, weeks ago, right? Instead of instead of feeling like oh, we're getting into the groove, like everything's solidifying. Oops! Now it's oh, here's another thing that that we weren't sure about, and we're going to have to cover. And here's another thing that oops, this isn't happening. It's out of our control, kind right. of, you know. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Yeah, <laughs> not a fan. It's another podcast. Not, <laughs> not a fan. A fan. <laughs> not a fan. It's a lot of moving That'd parts, and like I get that it's difficult, dude. Each person gets one time, time to go. Like, yeah. You know what? Not a fan of. Boom. We just go around the room. Not yeah. a fan. I, I don't think I'd have a problem filling up some space with that one. You would not. I love how <laughs> we need to actually make a list of all the future podcasts that will, you know, someday happen. Not a fan. Because we want, you know, Rome After Dark or whatever. Or mm-hmm. After Hours. After, after yeah, Hours. After Hours. There's Happy that's, Time. That's not a, that's happy, that's happy, not a time. <laughs> happy Time. Happy Time. Happy Time in Rome. Easy. <laughs> I mean, Cuties is on Netflix. So. Oh. It is. So you're think the you're one jumping people the shark complaining there. about it without even seeing it. <laughs> it's the fourth 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 most watched thing on Netflix right now. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's like when people and still rated. Let's look it up. You know, people rubberneck slime an accident as they're going by, right? And they you sure know, sure. They gotta you gotta see what happened. That's what all the fuss is about. Let's yeah. see what that's all about. Um, food wise. Oh, sorry, Eric. Go ahead. No, I was just going to be yep, let, let's, let's move go on. to the food. <laughs> food wise, I'm sticking with my theme. Um, Lily made some delicious mm. Florentine, or excuse me, lasagna Florentine this week, which is wow. Basically, you know, meatless lasagna with some with some spinach kick in it, and um, did a great job, man. She, I, I just can't believe. I mean, I know she's she's 14 and a half now. Awesome, but really. I mean, the way she has stepped up and just been like, yeah, I'll cook everybody dinner. No Mm -hmm. problem. And it's been delicious every time. Hmm. That's great. That is awesome. Like you're not humoring her. Right. Mm -mm. Boy, this mac and cheese from Kraft is really, really good. (laughs) No, I know. It's nice. We're not. We're not at all. Well, And and are you truly relaxing? Like, because that's, I mean, I feel like that's one of the points where you're you're cooking dinner. I'm going to relax on the couch and just have some meat time. and And of course, there's the occasional, like, she does not want... To like, if there's pasta in a in a with hot water in a pot, sure, she does it's not want to be the it. one that dump. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I walk to the kitchen, or Amy does, and we you know do that step, but then we're out again. So that's pretty good. That's ben, awesome. Ben mm-hmm. wanted to. Uh, he's been you know infatuated with the grill, um, and I feel kind of guilty because I I ended up helping him tonight just because of time constraints. We were doing um, <laughs> Italian marinated drumsticks on the grill, mm. chicken drumsticks. All right. Yeah, how'd that turn out? Uh, great. Yeah, we just kept it on low, lid down. 
wonderful. Yeah. Kept turning them. Skin dried out nice. Got a little cripsy. Mm-hmm. Low, low cripsy. Cripsy. Crispy. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'd... Chartreusery board. <laughs> Chartreuse. <laughs> So yeah, man, food's food is uh it's a it's been a fun time for us in the fall. So that's a relaxing part of my that's a positive definitely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Update time. on cuties. Um Ugh. Rotten Tomatoes, critics review ninety percent. Mm-hmm. As of Saturday, the viewer review was five percent. Wow. Mm. I just went now to rotten commit rottentomatoes.com backslash cuties. Page not available. Huh. Can't get there. Watch. I'll do it right now. Click. Doing it live. What does that mean? Interesting. What they took mean? it down. <gasps> wow. When so, you have ninety percent critically, like, what is that? That's like artistically that's, acclaimed. Well, it, it, and won yet the, it won the Cons Film everybody Festival award. Sunday, 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 Sunday. That was before the guy got arrested. That's another story. Another <laughs> podcast. Well, that means the critics, ninety percent of them, liked it. Yeah. I'm, but I'm just saying it's such a disparity. It has to be very artistic or something for them to say, "Oh, this is great." It's a different podcast, Chris. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to be a what is number four for? <laughs> uh, you're filling in for Eric, who goes second. Oh, what? Where are you first. going? He went I, second. I, it's my turn. It's Jay's turn. Come on, guys. Oh, right. Follow this. We said <laughs> we wanted to be in order. So this week has been the start of competitive volleyball. Ah, yes. We've been in practice for three weeks uh, in a season I never thought we were going to get. And here we are with all the rules, all the regulations, all the temperature taking, all the tracking, everything we're doing. We actually got to go play volleyball. And this year I have no seniors, three juniors, and only two of those three are third-year juniors. The one didn't play as a freshman. So we are as inexperienced as you could possibly. In my 24 years, I figured it out, by the way, because some reporter was asking me. This is my 24th season as head coach of the Penn Hills girls volleyball team. And I can't imagine I've had a team this young ever before. And our first match is, was away on Tuesday night at Kiski, uh, where John Peterman, former athletic director of the Penn Hills school district is oh, yeah. now the athletic director. So uh, that was fun. Uh, bump it into him. And it turns out he's not a big fan of COVID restrictions. So if any of you know John Peterman, you're going, that was the biggest waste of your breath you've ever said because you knew <laughs> that that's what it would be. But um, we played at Kiski, and so it's weird. You know, only 25 people are allowed in the gymnasium at any one point in time. So I was allowed to have two girls on the bench. The rest had to be in like this cubby around the way in this other area so that they didn't ruin the 25-person role in the gym. Now, mind you, we put 20 girls into a small area but they couldn't be in the big area of the gym. Called called a locker room. Is that what you... No, it was just sort of like a lobby. Oh, okay. A lobby for the gym. So if I screamed and yelled, they might be able to hear me and I could get them. Point of the story is, we won our first match, which we didn't win a section match last year. And the year before, we only beat Plum. And so uh, it was just great. It was five sets. You know, you play best of five. And um, we lost the first game, won the second. Lost the third, won the fourth. And we were down 4 nothing in the fourth. So like we had one foot on the That's bus. That's so exciting. One foot on the bus, ready to go home, and they didn't quit. And maybe mm-hmm. they're too too young, you know what I mean, to know that it was really going against them. But I just, they've been fun to coach. It was an enjoyable uh, experience to watch them play. And I am anymore so hands-off as a coach during a match. 
Like I, most coaches stand. You're allowed to stand like within 10 feet of the court or whatever. Right. I'm sitting back. My hands are up. I'm just watching them. You know, like, you just go. They look at me. I'm like, nah, you go. Just go. You figure it out. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, if they're lost, I might say something. Or if I give a tip. And I even that was something I got to do before game five. I told them, look, if it's a third contact, that's not an attack on our behalf. So the play's broken down. You're just trying to get it over the net. Instead of putting it deep, put it here. And at 13, 12, us in game five. And game five only goes to 15. That play happened, and my girl Ava just put it right in that exact spot, and it bounced twice before anybody got to it. Wow! And so that's like the most rewarding thing yeah. when you say, "Do this," they do it, and then it works, and they look at you like, huh, "You must know something. <laughs> you actually know something." That's so awesome because I know you've had some frustrating times over I the have years. Had some frustrating times. Well, I was going to say, you sitting back and being hands off and saying, "You does that mean you're checked out, or does that just mean you've adapted your coaching style?" Oh, I've definitely no. Uh, in other years, I've maybe checked out, but no. This is very relaxed. And look, I've prepared you to play. Now go play. Right, right. And right. one of the first, maybe about five, six years into coaching, we took our. I took the girls up to a college camp, and their coach said, "Jay, you have got to cut the umbilical cord." And I was like, "Right, what?" She's mm. like, "They are way too dependent on you." Mm. She said, "After every play, they turn and look at you. You've mm. got to shut up." So I've worked on that for oh wow. Eh, 16, 17 years. <laughs> so, and I do, and I just let them go because there's, you know, it comes comes down to emotional needs. Do you feel like you have to show that you're coaching? You know, do you have to feel like, oh, I'm really involved in this, you know? And so I just sit back and I let them go. And if there's something that needs to be said, I certainly say it. Sure. Um, so that was good. Um, as far as food goes, I last week teased the leg of lamb that I had marinating. Mm-hmm. And I will say I am my biggest critic. And it was an Aldi boneless butterfly leg of lamb. So I'm cooking it without the bones. So you're losing that kind of amount of flavor and everything else. And I'm my biggest critic. And I will tell you, it was by far at this point, the best lamb I've ever made. Wow. Mm. And I did it on the charcoal grill. What did you marinate it in? Leftover yeah. Italian dressing. Yeah. I was going to say, we talked about this on Friday night and you like took just leftover stuff. I make, I make my own marinade, which is just a simple Italian dressing. And I had marinated pork chops and chicken in it. And then I took the pork chops and the chicken out. And I'm like, I got that leg of lamb sitting in there. I'm like, can I contaminate raw meat with other raw meat? (laughs) I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. So I threw it in that bag of Italian dressing overnight. Just seasoned it with salt, pepper, and garlic. And put it on the, I mean, again, charcoal. It's worth the time. It's worth the effort. Someday. If you have the time. If you have the time. And if you want to put in the effort. Yeah. And I, even that day, I told you know, I said, I, I went out. I'm like, well, I'm not wasting a, f-, you know, once you get the grill going and you get the coals right. So I went and I bought chicken, I bought hamburgers because I'm like, I'm not wasting charcoal, you know, because I only charcoal like every two months. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah, I just, I love the image. I mean, nobody cooks more meat than you. Like that's, it's a, no, I'm serious. Like you are, you're the meat guy. Like you, I love it. I love it. I would not uh, dispute that. I'm sure some, I mean, commercially people cook more meat, but for an individual, like I'm still working off some of that. I got rid of that lamb though, but that's what I'm doing. That's how I've been. Sounds good. Aren't we going to Eric? <laughs> uh, he went first, buddy. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, I was Go really ahead, paying Chris. attention to that. Uh, <laughs> hey, monitor over there with people in it. You guys going to talk? Um, 
so yeah this week i'm going getting ready to go to the beach so like this isn't necessarily a rewind of what i've done this week it's more of a i'm going to look ahead and actually go to the beach you're going to tell us how it went (laughs) yeah right right now um but yeah i won't be here next week i'll be at the beach um and it looks like it's going to be pretty decent weather and i'm going to be there with my parents for an entire week uh and my family and um so your sister is going my sister's not. Oh, I mean, my 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 mom and my dad, and then my fa- Lex and my uh, kids. Rot, 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 and we're yeah. actually taking the cat too. We're taking. Hiccup. Are you really? We're gonna take Hiccup with us. Yeah. And um, Gumball. Yeah, Gumband. <laughs> Gumband. That's Rachel's name. Gumband. Um, Chalupa's going to camp because uh, we need a break from her. Um, yep. Sleeping with us. Not. I, I'm not a fan of that. I never will be. Um, and then I got to go with the food I got to go with this weekend. The Everything that you were just talking about, I, I second it. It's so just good. such a great feast that you put on for Amy. You guys brought different stuff. Oh, we brought the pizza from Universal. And again, I, I know that we say it's gluten-free from Universal Pizza, but man, that is some good pizza. So we're plugging Universal gluten-free pizza. Um, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. <laughs> wow, we haven't again. said that for a while. Got uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, w- Jay, when you hear praise for your food or whatever you do and you, that's ah, fine. It's fine. What does that mean? What are you doing? Well, I appreciate the transition and one would say I'm not accepting praise in that situation. Uh-huh. Um, and that could be a little bit of it, but what I'm doing, uh, specifically is striving to be better and, and not, it is no. I'll give you that though. It is a little bit of that, and that is our because topic your for first tonight. reaction is usually not. Oh, thank you very much. Right. You know what? I feel like you know. I mean, I can I can see you nitpicking that. Um, I, I know somebody very close to me, my mom, <clears throat> who um, <laughs> you you praise her and she oh uh, well poops it away. Yep. I, I think that's I, the term. I didn't yeah. I didn't bake the apples really well in this apple pie, which you t- are telling me it's you know like gold and and. And, and I've noticed that there people do that, you know, and um, that's that's a tough thing for me because, like, I'm trying to give you a comp, like, I'm trying to invest oh, it's very in frustrating to give you for the, something for the person. Yes. Right. And we'll probably talk about that aspect of it. Yeah. Too. Eric, you brought this up last week. I did. Um, you know, I was talking about uh, and we've talked about this on previous shows, how um, I just led the charge of redesigning our store location pages for American Eagle and Aerie and. Um, it's been a success and it's like, we're doing a lot of reporting and from the stuff that we're seeing on the stuff that we're reporting on, everything looks great and it looks awesome, but I still go to a place where I'm just like, yeah, but I didn't do this and I didn't get that. And like, well, if they see this right now, they're not going to be as happy as they, they could be. And I got to fix that. And like, I just keep on like going down this, like, you know, you didn't do as good as a job as people are telling you is, is, is where I go. Um, and yeah, it's I can't live in my own, you know, time of 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 uh, rejoicing, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what I talked about last week, <laughs> <laughs> and that's reality. And what's funny is for some people who are listening to this, you know, they're probably thinking either, oh yeah, that's I get that, that's totally me, or they're going, well, that's dumb, <laughs> you know, Chris, you identified with that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, and I am dumb. <laughs> No, and, I was going to say, Chris, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I identify that with that because we talked last week about how if um, 
if, if, if there's something, um, if there's a hurt that I'm dealing with, then I go to guilt. Right. And it seems to be when I think, you know, about my past, if there's a rejoicing or a celebration, um, then I go to self-condemnation. And I'm so it's very same, you know, similar to what Eric was saying is it's just why well, it really wasn't that good, you know? Oh, and, you know, maybe I'll say thanks. But in my head, I'm thinking I'm just saying that to be polite. Like it was, you know, I, I know all the, the, the little details that I could have done better or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. As an example of some people don't struggle with this. A couple of years ago, Brian filled in when I was on vacation. We were on vacation, and Brian did a lot of work at the church. And when we came back, I gave him a gift card, and I said to him, "Listen, I didn't, I didn't want to give you too much." I said, "But you know, because I didn't want you to not accept it." Yeah. And you're looking with a face you don't even remember. Slightly. Brian goes, "Let me be very clear." I will accept anything you give me. <laughs> I will not say no, and I will be very grateful for the appreciation that you have for me. There you go. And I was like, well, there you go. <laughs> That's the way to and do he's it. he's like, feel free to add 20 bucks to that. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you really appreciate me here, Jay? But for him, he wasn't about to say, oh, no, no, it's not okay. He's like, thanks so much. I appreciate being appreciated. Boom. Does over. that come from my desire? I took my I took the relational needs questionnaire that is on lunchtimeinrome.com, by the way. I took that again this week for myself, and it was a little bit different than the last time I took it, which was probably, I don't know, eight months ago. Respect came out as the highest for me, mm-hmm. um, which I, I, I've, I've always been high on respect. But is that a it, because I respect, I don't know, respect myself um, when you do that? Is that a respect thing? Is that meeting your need is for respect? Is that meeting my need for respect? Sure, that would tap into that for sure. But is that why it's easy for me to to? What to was embrace? your score on appreciation? Um, it's it's what whatever we have on our Instagram account is what I had. Uh, so let me take a look. Because I would score more Instagram under account. appreciation. No, it's not so much. Yeah, that certainly is like appreciation. that's the obvious one, right? That's the obvious one. Yeah, but. By showing him, hey, you did something for me. Oh, this you is did good. A good job of it. I had a zero in appreciation. That's right. so interesting. So it's the fact that it's respect because, because his need is respect, and, and I'm respecting, and him. you're respecting him. Right, right. I didn't just take him for granted. Right. I wanted him to do the job, and I'm telling him he did a good job. So I'm respecting the job that he did. And then if his if if Brian's highest need was appreciation, and you did the same thing, it's another win. Like you know what I mean? Like right. win, win, win. Yes. Michael Scott. <laughs> However, for some people, like the two of you, yeah, we're to dumb. a degree, the myself. Dumb, the demos. <laughs> no, no, Chris is being dumb is a separate issue. And he has not a high need for respect, so I didn't hurt his feelings. The dumbos. <laughs> the dumbos. Well, can I can I chime in on can this? Can you give a demonstration? Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, this snap. is how Yes, because this is how maybe twisted I am, or is this normal? Uh. You tell me. Like <laughs> So I, I um. Oh, now you made me. You lose like it. to wear women's panties? No, Go on, Chris. Wow, <laughs> that's so interesting. Um, no, <laughs> no, that's the twisted part. So I just got done saying how you know self condemnation and and you know I feel like oh yeah, yeah they're thanking me but I I if they really didn't do knew. a great job or or no right what I, okay go ahead yes but the other side of it is like Brian I want that appreciation. And if people don't give me appreciation, then it's a hurt. Then it's a hurt. So I want them to say something 
and f- apparently and feel then you like, sabotage yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's how. But yeah. that's very important <laughs> and very self-actualized for you to realize that that they can be, you know, uh, they're not mutually exclusive. You can want it, but then be uncomfortable once you get it. Okay. Because you have that self-deprecation. It's all bad. <laughs> if you don't get it, hurt. You get it, hurt. No matter what, hurt because you don't deserve mm-hmm. to be good or right. to be healthy. Right. And so when, if you, and what we're really doing, and this was sort of my secret for the podcast tonight, is all this is is self-deprecation 2.0. Yeah. It's a review of mm. that person that cannot feel healthy enough um, if they're hurt, it's their fault. If something is good, they don't get the credit and they can't receive the credit because they don't feel worthy. So it comes down to one, I would say 75% of the time, completely inaccurate study, but <laughs> let's be honest, all stats these days. 50% of the time, they're right. No, 100% of the time, they're right 50% of the time. Right. Excellent. Except for the other 25% when it's The point of the story is we good enough was never good enough very often growing up. So either you had the somebody in your life that, oh, this was good, but only if you had done this. Or uh, growing up, you were overlooked a lot. So therefore, mm-hmm. you sort of had this impressed upon you. I don't really matter. If, if I really mattered, I would be more known. I, things would, I would be seen more. I would have had more attention paid to me. You know, the running joke in my family. Well, one of the running jokes in my family is how I said to my mother once. Mom, this happened, this happened, this happened. Don't you care? And her reply was, oh, honey, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm not talking behind her back. She might be listening. And I've said it to her. And she goes, oh, honey, I couldn't. <laughs> I had way too much. You were the youngest Statement's of still five. still true. Yeah. You know, still true. changed. And so that overlookedness and just like, okay, well, so therefore you get that. You know, it's so it's you didn't get paid enough attention or what you did. And I had a guy who said to me, my mother... This is what he said to me. Watch. She was the original helicopter parent. She was always over top of me. She was always watching everything I did. And I was her shining example. You know, oh, he's my sweet boy. He's my sweet boy. He said, but I always remembered she would finish it with, but only if you would. Mm. If you Mm. would just have done this, Mm. it would have been perfect. Mm. So even great was never good enough. Mm. And so he has this insatiable desire to please and yet knowing that he can't mm. and so and i'll always try to find out uh, like in hindsight oh i could do this better i could right. it sounds like we're talking about me but we're not talking about me but that's <laughs> no, exactly it was not you it was not right you. but i know i i know that but that's right. exactly what i'm feeling right now of you You're know like, i did this I great thing but i could do this like this if i would have done this it would have been perfect you know yeah. yeah so that's a lot of why it is is you know just historically where we have been and that comes also from trauma. If there's a lot of uh, trauma in the household, you know, the trauma becomes what's important in the home, not the individual. Mm-hmm. And that can be from whether it be alcoholism, abuse, you know, uh, all kinds of abuse, things like that. Mm-hmm. Clearly, if I mattered more, this wouldn't have happened. Mm. Um, and it can be something simple as a marriage falling apart, which happens in 48% of households. The kid's going, wait, don't I matter? Because if you guys really loved each other, Sorry, if you really loved me, you'd make it work for each other. Mm. And so it can be as simple as that, let alone everything else that can happen. Yeah. But I think what happens is then that can man, like if, like with anything, when you have uncomforted hurts and they build up and it goes to anger, fear, guilt, self-condemnation, 
and then out of that provides destructive behaviors. And so very often with people like that, when you receive a compliment, you go, ah, if you only knew, mm. you know, like you say to me about we'll bring a circle to the food, you know, Jay, your food's so great. Yeah, but it's not quite. If you only knew what really good food, you're just being nice. So since I'm incapable, I'll point to that. But the better example with what I was just saying is, you know, somebody that drinks too much, somebody that, you know, has a porn addiction, somebody that has some other kind of addiction. Yeah. If they re- they're beating themselves up so bad over whatever that addiction or that bad behavior, or maybe they scream and yell at their kids every night and everybody says, you're such a good dad. And you go, oh, if you only knew. Right. And again, they're not doing those things because they're terrible people. It's coming out of all the hurts in their life. And it might just be, you know, so maybe they weren't ignored as a kid. Maybe they were doted on, but it just resides in self-condemnation. So now what do they do? They just beat themselves up over and over again. So even though somebody's telling them, oh, you're great, you're great, you're great. They're saying, ah, if you only knew my whole story. Right. So it discounts anything anybody ever says to them. So. It's true. It is true. <laughs> Can I add a little quick Please little, do. So. When, you list when all you your were, addictions? T- yes. <laughs> number one. No. no um, number one. <laughs> no, when you were talking about that, and you, you know, you said family life or something else. My brain, because my, I, I, I don't have issues. My, I feel like my parents did a great job. As <laughs> that's a oh, man. Gosh, that sounds so egotistical. Boy, I wow. don't know. What is wrong with you? That didn't sound the least bit. I thought you. Were, oh, good. I, I was actually having pity because no parents really do that good of a job raising. I, I, you know, I don't have any. Nope parent issues per se in the, in that realm but my brain went straight to middle school that's middle school for me feeling uh, like this like not worthy or not not enough attention or not you know if i was worth something i would be yeah i had a tough middle school so it's like um who should have paid more attention your parents I, no 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 like peers and stuff like i feel like my school time middle school experience right which was we, terrible we called it junior high back then was like you know back in the day right so um, in middle school just like it's phys ed not gym not gym that's right uh, music yeah. education yeah um and just i i i think my three years of middle school left me feeling not worthy not worthy exactly mm-hmm. sure. and so it's 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 scary to me to think you know how many decades later is this and that still has like a say in how I feel on a day-to-day like, basis. habitually view myself, like un- subconsciously view myself. Mm, right. Sure. And so one might think, wow, that's great. Chris has had, you know, if we were, if I was, if we were, he was laying on the, on his, uh, in the uh, chair in the counselor's room, we go, oh, we've had a breakthrough here today. Now that he understands the impact that it had as a child or in junior high, sorry, middle school, junior middle school. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, okay, we've had a breakthrough because cognitively you now think of this differently. Is he going to feel better moving forward and able to receive more praise? No. No. Why not? Because we have to comfort that uh, younger Chris, that younger version of Chris. So, like, Chris can talk about some particular moments that may have been really, that have, that have impacted him in a big way back then, and we can comfort him on those and then, therefore, those those hurts are healed, or yep. he can attach that comfort to that hurt, which then which heals, which the then hurt. heals it. Um, and Chris can somewhat move on, but like you've talked about before, Jay, like when you think of that moment, 
you can't think about that moment without thinking about the comfort that's been attached to it. If now. you receive good comfort. If you receive good comfort, yeah. Right. So if you just think differently about and the thing is to remember emotional needs and um, having them not met as hurt. That's what really what a hurt is. Think of it as something that is hurt. You know, I, I just got done doing a pre-marriage teaching and I was telling him the story of somebody who I had given them the assignment, just pick a childhood or a, I'm sorry, a relational hurt that they've had in a relationship before this one and comfort the other person, which is the step before, hey, you hurt me. <laughs> so I'm just teaching mm-hmm. them to comfort each other. And when they came back, they said, the guy said, well, I didn't go because I realized the person that hurt me was mentally unstable. You know, they actually, you know, they 5-0, whatever it is, they, they, they went in. So that wasn't really their fault. And so I, I didn't need to be comforted for that. Wow. And I said, and they're like, is that wrong? And I said, y- you fail. <laughs> <laughs> and if that's a hurt, we can comfort that later. I said, if I, <laughs> I said, if, if I was just holding a sword and I sneezed and slit your throat, <laughs> No, I didn't mean to do it. Right. I, I had this conversation clumsy. with my kids all the time. I didn't mean to do this accident. Well, you did it. <laughs> so if do, do I still need to stitch up your throat yeah. that's bleeding? Right. Even though I didn't mean to cut you. Yes. Right. I, I well, would. the same thing. She emotionally cut you deeply right. in what she did. Mm. So for Chris to just understand, oh, junior high sucked. And that's why I feel bad. Okay. The, the blade cut into my throat and separated my skin. That's why it hurt. No, the key is we have to heal it. And that's how important comfort is. And that's why we've got to go into those emotions from back in the day for all of us who suffer from some degree of self-deprecation. Brian's anger, wherever your somebody else's fear, wherever your hurts lie, we have to continually go back to and tell the story with people who are able to comfort in a pardon me, comfortable way. You know, you can't make it awkward. You can't make it, you know, it's got to be somewhat organic and, and intentional. And that begins the healing process, which can enable us to be able to, in this case, receive praise or not beat ourselves up for our failures. Right. And I always talk about like, there's going to be people that have hurt you in the past that they're never going to be the ones that are going to be able to comfort you. Like it'll come few and far in between. We've done an episode on that, I think. So you have like, you have to find a group of people or an individual or some friend that you can confide in and talk to and get that comfort. Mm-hmm. And we have talked about it, especially because then people go, yeah, I don't have that person. Right. And that's what we're here for. Well, we're here for that. And then you can be that person. Right. Right. And then teach that person how to be that person. Don't say that person. I said that person. <laughs> and you can uh, email us. Uh, yeah. Lunchtimeinroom.com. You can contact us and we'll keep things anonymous if you want. Or you can say the table I love to make up week. names. Malcolm. Oh, yeah. And Trixie. and Trixie. They know what's up. Yeah, they do. They do. Declan. There was <laughs> Declan. Declan. There was Declan. I don't even remember who Declan was. He was the kid at the mall. Yeah, Eric loves that <laughs> name. That's, that's I'm going to bring up Declan every time. No, I do remember Declan. There's no yeah, hurt there. Yeah, Declan pushing maggie around <laughs> um, oh, we didn't know his name I we weren't protecting him i punched him in my head in, <laughs> yeah in your head you were calling not him in real life <laughs> no in real life um, in real life you punched him in his head <laughs> well and, and to that and to that end like with the emotion the relational needs questionnaire if, if that's something that you want to discuss take the test and get in touch with us let us know that you i mean we could do it anonymously or we could do you know assign to you with your name but it, it is great to, to discuss these different things. And I think it's important to point out on the relational needs questionnaire. It's so much better. It is a relational needs questionnaire 2.0. Yes. It is. You used so, to, much so if you've better. taken it before and it was giving yeah. you percentages, yeah. 
you want to take it again and look at some raw numbers, you'll get a high of 10, a low of negative 10. And uh, right. Yeah. 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 So if you took it before, take it again. Yeah. Or negative five. Really? Well, however many questions there. Well, no, because there's yeah, I think ten. I don't know. Um, yes, ten. So, because there's two, there's two points two and negative points, two, right. and there's five questions for each for each thing. Yeah, that's. Math. It takes ten minutes to. to it, take, it really does. It takes ten it really minutes. Does. That's all you need to know. It takes ten minutes to take the questionnaire, take it. And then uh, we'll, send you the, we'll send you the results. We'll send you the results, and we'll send you some fee- feedback. And on we are going to be it. improving this. We're going to be showing you what you know. What does it mean if I'm zero in comfort? What does comfort mean? So, because right now I, we don't have that on there, but I think it is important to to describe Give what you each scale. Yeah, and so to go to go back to what you were saying as far as com- the comfort, I'm a zero on comfort. Again, I just took this thing. I'm a zero on comfort. So, um, as your as you were talking about. Um, comforting somebody to heal their hurts what happens if you are low on the comfort the need for comfort right you know what i mean um that is something in all honesty that you know i've noticed more and more is no matter what you need comfort and i think if you have a low number so again zero isn't low right negative 10 is low Mm. that means for everyone you're like nope nope (laughs) and i would describe that only with that one which is comfort is almost your pardon the phrase comfort with it you know how welcoming you are to it so in other words ah. so if you if you have negative eight in comfort and you said man i had a bad day today and i might say man brian I'm, I'm, that bums me out you'd be like well it's okay everything's fine all right let's go like you have no desire to be comforted mm. so it's going to be harder to comfort that person. okay so at, at a zero it's like yeah i'll take some comfort right what yeah. is there Whatever. it's kind of like when you, you take it when you really need it and yeah. so sometimes you don't need it. Right. One could look at it Got like it. a uh, maybe a lev- uh, a, a similar uh, whatever with your skin. You know, it might take a little more to cut somebody. Yeah. You know, they have mm-hmm. tougher skin, right. if you will, emotionally. Yeah. Some have softer skin. But no matter what, when it does cut, it needs to be addressed. It still hurts. And right. you gotta, yeah, you've got to fix it. Whereas <laughs> a person with a negative 10 on attention, guess what? They don't want any attention. Yeah. Right. And you may not want comfort, but you need it. So sure. it's harder to comfort that person. That's tough like that I, to be i mean it would suck to how have that you person comfort, in your- yeah well I'm, well i don't but just to be that person maybe even not even know it like that it's just hard to but be imagine, comforted imagine then- there's a two-year-old a baby and it's crying and nobody picks it up and it's wet and nobody picks it up now it's two and they're scared at night and they get screamed at whenever they say mommy i'm scared and now they're four and they can't read and they're getting yelled at because they're wetting the bed. I don't know why I did reading wetting the bed, but whatever. And now they're six and now they're seven and everything else. Now they're 25 and they had a bad day and you go, oh, what, what's wrong? And they're like, get away from me, you freak. Like right. mm. it, it, it scares the crap out of them. Yeah. Okay. I've learned, I've learned to do deal with this all my life. Like in their head, I've learned to deal close. with this all my life by myself. Right. Right. I could do this by myself. That's right. so sad. Yeah. yeah. Those people... Those parents need to do better. Yeah, they do. do yeah, they do. We got a couple do betters. We love to end the show with uh, some dumb people, other than Chris and I. Um, hey, you know who can't do better is Christina Mayer, who's already taken it and yeah. already sharing some of her results. She has a plus nine on affection. So if you see her, don't ignore her. Uh, that's right. Uh, just give her a little smile, <laughs> and a, smile wave, a wave, an affectionate wave. Yep. But go ahead and steal from her. Yeah. It won't hurt her too much because she has negative four in security. Right. So there you go, Christine. I've been looking for somebody to steal. Steal something. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did you say? I said I've been looking for somebody to steal from, (laughs) and give her a hug on the way out. 
That's right. <laughs> I just took everything of yours. I can meet. Uh, yeah, I can meet all the needs. Ah, uh, so true. <laughs> um, I do not have the the snake. Like nobody ever sent that to me. I was supposed to. Do I that. sure did. And you said you got it. Uh, to me mm-hmm. personally. Yep. Oh, I got it. There it is. Hey, <laughs> who's going first? We'll do the it live. Snake. I'll do it. Go ahead, Brian. Okay, man using live snake as face mask boards bus in England. <laughs> live snake. A like pass- like what? wrapped around? Yeah. Well, let's find let's out. Let's find out. A pass- no, he had him bite him <laughs> right on the face. <laughs> a viper. <laughs> just- no, it was a, a bo- or a, not a boa constrictor, but a, well, yeah. What do they swallow? Cobra the- Kai. Yeah, a boa constrictor oh. just over his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, passenger said that no one batted an eyelid. At the bizarre site. No one did? No one batted an eyelid at the bizarre site. A man was spotted using a live snake as a makeshift fake face mask on a public bus in England. Fake mask? Fake mask. The unidentified man was taking the bus from Swinton to Manchester on Monday. Oh, Swinton. With the snake wrapped around his neck when another passenger snapped a photo of the bizarre moment. A passenger who wished to remain anonymous said she first believed the man was only wearing a funky mask. Until the reptile started slithering over the handrails, according to the BBC. The woman said she found the incident really funny, and other passengers didn't seem bothered by the serpent. No one batted an eyelid, she said. Because their eyes were wide open in amazement. <laughs> Authority said a snake is not a <laughs> Authority said a snake is not a proper face covering <laughs> during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Nuh-uh. I bet that wasn't in any rules though, so Go- yeah. Government Until guidance now. clearly states that this need not be a surgical mask. <laughs> well, gu- government guidance clearly states that this needn't be a surgical mask, and its passengers can make their own or wear something suitable, such as Touché. a scarf or bandana. Or a transport. A transport for Greater Manchester spokesman said in a statement, according to the outlet. While there's a small degree of interpretation that can be applied to this. We do not believe it extends to the use of snakeskin, especially when still attached to the snake. I kind of love this guy. This was a great article. <laughs> this was a can't do better. <laughs> we should have done this as a can't do better. It's a do better about the authorities saying, like, you can't do that. We can't wear that as a mask. But as an article that's being written and as a man who's wearing a snake, a live snake. can't do better. That's, ama- that's amazing. Well, we, there is a small degree of interpretation that can be applied to this. We do not believe it extends to the use of snake skin, especially when still attached to the snake. So good. Ah, so if it's no longer on the snake, well, I have a do better, can't do better. Shall I go next? Yeah. Uh, headline, TikTok user's mom crashes through ceiling in the middle of a video, <laughs> becomes internet sensation. <laughs> that's how it's done. Dateline, I don't know where. Now that's how you make an entrance. Okay, do better, article writer. I hate it when they do things like that. A TikTok user's video went insanely viral after her own mother crashed through the feeling and ceiling in the background of the clip, reportedly while looking for a piece of luggage in the attic. Oh, so she did a Chevy Chase in Christmas oh, Vacation. Right. Yeah, yeah, and went yeah. right through the plaster. Yes. Instead of stepping on the studs. Not to be confused with Tom Hanks. In Money Pit. In Money Pit. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the greatest Let's laughs. Try oh yes, in any <laughs> I can't not laugh during his laugh. <laughs> Liz San Millen, who goes by Lizzie Jane on TikTok, says she was practicing a song for an audition at the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts, otherwise known as Music. Oh yeah. Where she would soon be attending school when her mother made an unexpected entrance from stage north. 
There was a loud noise. I turn around and all of a sudden my mom's leg is through the ceiling. <laughs> San Milan told GMA. My dad said, did you just fall through the ceiling? And my mom said, you're not going to ask if I'm okay? <laughs> she was a little sassy about it, actually. So she fell all the way through onto the floor? No, one leg was sticking uh, through. Okay. So do better, dad, on your emotional needs. Mm. Uh, emotional responding, I should say. It's pretty funny. So, um, I I have a can't do better. And Jay, you have a can't do better? I do not. This was do better. Can't oh, do better. gotcha. And you have a can't do better. Because on the one hand, do, do better. Don't go through the ceiling. Right. Do better, dad, right. on emotional responding. Can't do better. She's like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and publish that TikTok <laughs> and become TikTok famous. Right. Uh, you want me to go? Sure. All right. Um, electrician raises over $76,000 to repair elderly woman's house. A Massachusetts electrician is leading a campaign that has raised over $76,000 for a 72-year-old woman unable to pay for necessary house repairs. The house has been undergoing repairs for over a month. Gloria Scott of Woburn, Massachusetts, originally called John Kinney of Kinney Electric to fix a ceiling light. But Kinney noticed the house had no lights or running water. It stuck with me over the weekend, and I said, I gotta go back there, Kinney said. Now, it looks like we are trying to rebuild her whole house. Many from the town of Woburn are also pitching in on the project. Look at the look at these people, Scott said. I mean, I can't even comprehend the gratitude I have. Kenny said he does not want the service project to end with the Scott's house. That's why we are putting a name to it, the Gloria's Gladiators, and we want to keep going with this, Kenny said. That's awesome. That's great. That's so cool. Love that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's what a community should do, man. And Scott, can't do better, buddy. Way That's to great. go. That's awesome. Very cool. All right. I'm going. So this can't do better is about big oil, which um, as an EV guy and a, I don't know, an environmentalist. Extra virgin olive oil? At heart. Oh, no. Electric vehicle. <laughs> oh, Thanks for asking. Right. You're, talking about, you're talking about the Halliburton. For those Wait. people in the biz. So, go for it. <laughs> do you have an electric vehicle? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. And Because um, you married it. <laughs> Remember when we were, we, I do. Remember when I we were going to make fun of Chris? <laughs> he that, brought it up. That was cool for a second. <laughs> All right. Headline is, these giant oil companies are providing EV chargers next to their gas pumps. Oh, cool. While it may go against the business model of an oil company to promote a competing technology like electric vehicles, many of the big players have all seen the writing on the wall as demand for electric vehicles surges. Shell, BP, Chevron, and others are starting to embrace the notion of offering customers other options besides gasoline fill-ups in an attempt to keep access to wallets and loyalty. Yes, it is still a business, uh, regardless of which type of drivetrain rolls in. Wait, and, big oil is not a nonprofit? Right, right. <laughs> um, and it goes on to just talk about details of which um, company has has you know purchased which electric charging type and how many they're they've been installing over yeah. the past couple of years both here and in mm-hmm. europe and um and i'll just add to it um you know personal well, locally um sheets if you're from around you know western pa and our part west of the country Virginia, you know, or yeah, if you're out east but, it's what you want wawa to be right right yes um but they've got oh, okay. a partnership with tesla so a lot of our local sheets have have tesla superchargers there too so i don't know it's just a neat 
occurrence that is, has been happening well, and lately. I wouldn't even say it's competing against their own business. Nope. It's their, it's how they're going to adapt to what the future is going to be. Because eventually, like, it's going to be electric, right? We just have to get there. And it's all boogie the early woogie. adopters that are... that are Boogie woogie. Right. Uh. It's it's the early adopters that are making this happen. So, like, Chris, you're a semi-early right. adopter. I mean, Tesla's been out for a decade. But right. now right. it's the early adopters of the, the gasoline stations that are going to be putting in these right. things. You know, it's, right. it's how it goes. You know, innovation. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's well, awesome. This, this isn't finance in Rome or business in Rome. Um, but but cap- capitalism in Rome. Because it's it could be. Um, because Socialist it just around. makes good sense, especially if they own the gas stations or they, you know, because you still want people to come to your place. Right. Because you're really making money on the it's snacks. It's not inside. like the companies, the tobacco companies that bought the jewel company and stuff like that so that they could put it out of business. Right. Right. Which and is another whole thing. topic. And they make their own thing and or just have everybody have to go back. Right. That's a separate uh, podcast for another time. That's how Bill Gates built Windows. Just kept buying people and put them out of business. So let me ask you this. Whenever you go to the charging station, <laughs> yeah. like I pull up at the gas station, I'm paying 30 bucks for a tank of gas or whatever. Right. Do you pay anything for the, the electric? I do. Um, it actually depends, strangely enough, on what Tesla model you bought. Okay. Like the more expensive models, like the Model S and Model X, get free supercharging for like the okay. life of the vehicle yeah um but no i pay we pay uh it's i mean it depends on on the area just like the price of gas but um what does like, they charge like, up like, cost? like 30 buttons a joule something weird like that it's, it's like it's some like, strange currency it's like it's 30, no, it's bitcoin. Bitcoin. 30 cents a kilowatt hour or something like that so it ends up being i mean we're never down at, at super empty but yeah i've charged like maybe 80 percent of my battery for seven eight dollars something like that uh-huh. so that's, oh, that's still pretty good yeah it's, but it it's, takes you like half an hour yes yeah. so you don't i mean you don't do that unless the you're trade on off a, in time unless you're on a on a trip well yeah. and actually right. like it's actually genius because that's what the gasoline stations yeah. want they come want in, you to stay longer because they want right. you to Get go in and come and buy something yeah, right because right. yeah. like, you have like 15 minutes in you're like right now nah, go in and get something right <laughs> right yeah, that's french, true. french fries sound really good so they're like, I don't know. I feel like they're like, yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and can I interject one more do better? I don't. I don't necessarily have a story on We're it. Going backwards. Oh. I'm sorry. Can't do better. Okay. Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters is oh, yeah. in this epic drum off battle with this 12 year old girl named Nambi. She's this just like fierce little powerhouse. Is girl. her last name Pamby? <laughs> Nambi. It is not Pamby. <laughs> Um, and she does not have a dentist named Crentis. Um, but no, like if, if you if you haven't seen it, just Google Dave Grohl drum battle twelve year old girl or whatever, and it's just, it's so good. It's so funny. It is really funny, and he actually just wrote a song for yep. it, which is fantastic. Yep, looks it's like awesome. it's like he did it in his home studio, yeah. and he has his wife and daughters like yeah. sing the backup. It's it's, 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 it's really it's cool. so good. How ironic because I just mentioned him in our match the other night at Kiski. Isn't it ironic? And I'm wearing the Foo Fighters shirt again wow. for the second wow. week in a row. Wow. Because it's... it said food prohibited in the gymnasium, but the D was missing. Ah. And I was like, I wonder what Foo. Dave Grohl thinks about this. Oh, man. Mm. He, he wouldn't know because he couldn't enter. Mm. True. Right. <laughs> that has been episode 83. Uh, we thank you for pulling up a seat at the table with us tonight. Uh, this is Lunchtime in Rome. Um, we have titled this Ignoring Your Own Rejoicing. And um, please do head over to lunchtimeinrome.com. 
um, where you can find all of our links. Um, please go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe. Uh, make sure you're tuning in on Facebook live every week when we do this. Um, please do give us five-star ratings on all those different places, thumbs up, all that stuff. Uh, make sure that you are taking our revamped 2.0 um, emotional needs, relational needs questionnaire. Uh, we would appreciate that. And so would you. And um, that would be it for this week. So without further ado, bye. See ya. See you next week. Bye. Like you are, you're the meat guy. Yeah. Um, and I am dumb. <laughs> like the two of you. Yeah, we're dumb. To a degree, the myself. Dumb, the demos. <laughs> yes, because this is how maybe twisted I am. You like it. to wear women's panties. No, Go on, Chris. Wow. Oh, <laughs> That's so interesting. I've been looking for somebody to steal from.